Welcome to Dish of the Day with Eartha Kitten and Delta Van Dam. Today we'll be serving up a big plate of hot takes on whatever the fuck we want to talk about. That's the start. Yes, the start. Close. <laughs> Once a door closes, it's closed forever. Yes. <laughs> but sometimes God opens a window for us to jump out. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, we're starting off real strong here. Oh, boy. It's been a week. It's been since only Tuesday. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like that that screen grab from 30 Rock yep. where she's like wow what a week huh he's like lemon it's Wednesday <laughs> yep <laughs> oh that's exactly how I feel literally like the bright spot of my week was I got coffee creamer flavored like cocoa pebbles oh that sounds fun yeah it makes my exhaustion just a little more chef's kiss mwah <laughs> <laughs> One, I need to buy coffee creamer. I'm completely out of it. And as someone who doesn't drink coffee regularly, I'm just like, why do we keep forgetting to get coffee creamer? It's it's a necessity if you don't like the taste of coffee. And, like, the coffee that I have, so I'm one of those people. I recently saw a meme where it's, like, like the levels of, like, coffee drinker based on the machines that they have. Mm -hmm. And the Keurig was like, who hurts you? Yep. (laughs) And I was like, oh, man, I love my Keurig. But, yeah, so the K-Cups that I have are, like, nutty caramel. So they're fine alone. They're just a little bit better because the creamer that I had was salted caramel. So I would have, like, a nutty salted caramel coffee when I would have coffee, and it was a nice treat. And now I have to, like, add a bunch of sugar, and sometimes I'll put um, toffee chips in there that I have that I bake with just to give it something more. But, yeah, I need to buy coffee creamer. I need, but that ain't going to happen this week. Nope. <laughs> I have no time for anything this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Where to start? Yeah. No, that's that's the highlight of my week is fucking coffee creamer. For my exhausted ass waking up at 5.30, 6. Yeah. More like 6.30, I'm going to be honest, because I can't sleep. Mm-hmm. I, um, I mean, okay, so you're listening Today is May 11th. My birthday is next week, which if you're listening on Monday, it's Wednesday. And the people that I work for got me a cricket, which is very nice because I'm very crafty. And I was literally thinking of buying a cricket this year. And I must have mentioned it to them, but they like, it was really nice. They set it up and they were like, here's your like, they were like, okay, open this first and then open this and then open this. And I was like, what in the world is going on here? first two things they gave me were like trip related they gave me luggage tags and these little like luggage compartment bags so I could like yeah like basically compartment lines my luggage and then I opened the box and I like saw something it was heavy and I was like what is this I thought it was another plant (laughs) and then it was like no it's a cricket and then I was like I just like went silent and like grabbed my face and just like dropped my jaw like oh my god that is so nice Mm -hmm. yeah so that's that's been like that was a nice cap to a very short work week yeah. which i'm grateful for oh so, god yeah yeah you and me both why did i think it was pronounced cry cut 
You and caffeine both. Really? Okay, I'm not alone. They, I remember when they got their cricket, they kept saying, I gotta crack that. And I'm like, I'm not gonna correct them. As long as I'm not alone, because I've been saying that in my head Mm -hmm. the whole time. I'm like, okay, not alone. Sweet. That's all I need to know. Oh, yeah. Caffeine stands in solidarity with you, but... Yeah, um, no, it's pronounced cricket. Cricket. That's like, you know, the cuisine art brand? Yes. And you're supposed to say Cuisinard? What? Yeah. That is how you pronounce I guess I say Cuisinart, but I've never, I don't say the word that often, so yeah. It says cuisine art. Mm -hmm. You're telling me I'm supposed to say Cuisinard. (laughs) It's like GIF and JIF. Okay, GIF. Graphics interchange format. Mm-hmm. Graphics is not pronounced graphics. Yes, I've seen. I've seen the GIF that does that. The GIF. It. <laughs> it's like, do you pronounce it graphics? <laughs> I was like, oh well, I guess color me wrong because I pronounced it GIF like the peanut butter forever, and then oh, I yeah. saw that little screen grab, and I was like, oh, I guess I'm wrong. Well, I'll change it. Imagine that. Imagine being proven wrong on something and just being and like changing and being like, "Oh, okay. Well, I've just been wrong this whole time. I guess I won't do that anymore." Revolutionary. Who would have thought that that was an option? Not a lot of people on the internet that can say nope. That. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Uh, well, welcome to Dish of the Day. <laughs> That's our whole intro. Yeah. Hi. Uh, yes. Welcome to Dish of the Day. I'm Delta. I'm Martha. This is the sit and complain episode. No, I'm kidding. No. We already did that. Yeah. (laughs) No, this is the, we're going to review a food-related movie and give our impressions on it. And the first selection is Ratatouille. Yeah. But I don't know if we want to do, like, advertisers before we jump into it or... Um, yeah, we can do appetizers. Let's see. Do you have anything you want to rant about real quick? Um, yes, but it involves names. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm just, we're going on vacation together and I really fucking need this vacation. Mm -hmm. Like, it's the only thing that's literally kept me alive. I'm like, make it to Tuesday night. Sleep. You'll be fine. Sleep is debatable at this point. I mean, um, yes. I'll at least get an hour. I'll try. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we're going to Los Angeles. And eat so much food. Oh, my God, so much food. I literally sent Delta a link to a sushi restaurant today. I was like, if you want to get your order in now, you can pick it up. Because I think the restaurant, the sushi place is, like, maybe five minutes from where we're staying. Nice. So... Like, we can do this. We can even get it on the way from the airport to the hotel. Hopefully, we have a speedy check-in. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. yeah. So, but, what do I want to rant about? Honestly, this, just because it's fresh in my mind, I want to rant about this fucking disappointing-ass um, Popeye's experience no, I had tonight. No. Because, obviously, I'm going on a trip. So I'm stress eating and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to get takeout. I don't feel like going home and even making the box mac and cheese, which would have taken me 10 minutes and not 45 that I sat in a Popeye's drive through to end up with the wrong order. Oh my God. So it was just the wrong, it was the wrong order. They didn't listen to a word I said, even though I clarified it three times, twice at the 
at the speaker and then once at the window it's like listen i understand people are striking they don't want to work because they're not getting paid a good wage and mm-hmm. i understand that i really do but also <laughs> i'm also that person that's like this is i've waited so long for this and i just wish that the thing you could do while you were working is get my order right yeah but i ate it I wasn't going to complain. I wasn't going to go to Twitter and get all mad because I'm like, you know what? I shouldn't be endorsing fast food anyway. So this was a sign. Uh, Yeah. And I've learned my lesson. I will be, you know, feasting on Annie's mac and cheese when we get back from Los Angeles. Except maybe not because it is my birthday and I got to do surfing turf for my birthday. Treat yourself and then do the mac and cheese. Yeah. But honestly... Yeah, that was just, I was just sitting on my couch eating it, and I, like, sent a message to my best friend. I was like, I'm in the middle of eating the worst Popeye's order I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And she had said something that was, like, funny, but also kind of sad, and I was like, and this just made it worse. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my, that's what I rant about. It's just like... <sighs> I think the last time I ordered from that Popeye's to get picked up, my... Uber driver got in a fight with the people at Popeye's over mm-hmm. the phone, and it was very uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. I was like, just, literally, just cancel my order. I don't want you to get in a fist fight over my fucking chicken. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. It's one of those things where you're like, I wish I could have been a fly on the wall to see what in the fuck happened. I mean, if it's the same Popeyes that I think it is. Wait, which one are you talking about? I think it's the same one. The one in Oak Park? Yeah. Yeah. The one that trapped you in the drive-thru? Yes. Yeah. like, I can't leave. I can't leave. That was my thing. When I got stuck there, I was like, I made this choice. <laughs> I can't leave until I get to the front of the line. This is... Nope. You know, and it was one of those times where I really missed my Jeep because I was like, if I could put this in 4x4, four four, I would go over this weekend and <laughs> just go home. But I was like, I can't do that to my Saturn if I die. Mm, <laughs> not Saturn. No. So. Oh, appetizers. Popeyes. Mm-hmm. Why? Disappointing. Why? It's okay. I'm going to make it up somehow on this trip. Yes, we yeah. will. Mm-hmm. Yes, we will. Please, dear God. <laughs> there has to be good eating experiences. I didn't have a bad meal the last time I was in Los Angeles, so. Hey, Dad, it's me, Delta. <laughs> Please. I don't endorse you. <laughs> I don't, but, you know, maybe if you bless my food, mm-hmm. I'll consider it. Let's... I'll consider a world in which you and the devil <laughs> can coexist. Yes. I mean, the devil is an angel, if you think about it. I mean, that is true. That is true, but in a way, he's not anymore. If we go with like the retelling, of yeah. It, if we go with like the traditional telling of that story, it's like he is, he was, and then he's not. If I look at it like an episode, what's that episode, that TV show with like the sharks, and you give your business idea? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes, but. Oh my god, the name is escaping me. Shark Tank. Shark Tank. Yeah. I'm going to go before God like it's a Shark Tank episode, and I am a middle-aged soccer mom with a product idea. (laughs) I'm just going to argue for a good trip, Mm -hmm. and maybe we can strike a deal where we can forget the whole fallen angel thing Mm -hmm. and make something work. Yeah. 
So hopefully God's not a tough shark. Something tells me that he kind of is. Probably. But I feel like if he's too tough, I feel like God is the Mark Cuban where it's like he's just really loud and boisterous and he's just like, I'm not going to sign on to any deal because I also own the Miami Heat. And then like Jesus is the nice one. He's like, all right, listen. I'll go in with this deal with this guy. I have my number one angel. Sure. <laughs> we'll come in. We'll help you. And you get to keep 50%. Nice. Yeah. So you're saying aim for Jesus, skip right over God. I, I mean, listen, that's what you're supposed to do anyway. Don't pray to God. You pray to Jesus. Like, no one gets to pray directly to God, but... Um, yes, I say, if you're going to go into heaven with a shark tank attitude, I would say try to go through Jesus, or maybe a Peter, if Judas is up there. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a nice PowerPoint presentation. I don't even think you need that. I just think you need to go in with, like, I am a decent person. I asked for forgiveness when I was supposed to. Mm-hmm. That is how I view everything, but this is, has nothing to do with Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> no. I like it, though. Oh, Ratatouille. So, we decided, okay, so we wrote notes, and the first note that we wrote was um, what our impressions of the movie were, because I had never seen Ratatouille, mm-hmm. the movie, and I think you had only seen it once. One time, that's it. Yeah, so my first, my impression before we did anything, before like we even started it, was I know it's about a rat who dreams of working in a French kitchen, and there's a guy who, in, who he ends up working with. I also know there's a French woman who yells, rat! <laughs> that's my whole... That's it. That's, that's the story. I mean, uh, you, you got it, essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't remember much. I, I remembered the essentials like you did. Mm-hmm. I remembered the creepy old guy that reviewed the, uh, the food. And I remembered a really disturbing scene that we'll talk about later, because I will bring it up, because it was disturbing. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same disturbing scene that I have written here. Probably. um, Yeah. So the first note that I have is this movie has an old school 2000s Disney opening, which if if you're like me and Disney basically fucking raised you, Mm -hmm. um, Disney had this opening for a little while where it was like the Walt, it was like whenever they did a Pixar movie, it was the Walt Disney Magic Kingdom Castle, but with like computer animated with like flags before they got like the fireworks and stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's what opened this movie. And I was like, oh, this is like, some old school Disney opening. Like, yeah, yeah, flashback shit. Mm-hmm. Nostalgia shit. So that was my first note. Then my second note is Patton Oswalt. I forgot that he did the voice. And I was just like, I love Patton Oswalt. Mm-hmm. I just, he, I just, he is such a special place in my heart. And I like his whole story with like his wife and like his character. Oh, God. Yeah, just that whole thing. I'm like, oh, I love Patton Oswalt. Yeah. I could not think of his stand-up the whole time that we were watching that. I couldn't get it out of my fucking head. I mean, yes. Like, just please let the rat be animated with a microphone and do Patton Oswalt stand-up, please. <laughs> I would die. If somebody on YouTube could animate that, I would pay you not very much money because I don't have very much money, mm-hmm. but... I'll throw you in on my Shark Tank deal with Jesus. <laughs> Somebody animate that, please. Yes. 
Perfect. I don't know why I'm reaching for my notebook. It doesn't have my notes in. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Yeah. I have a note here that I kind of don't remember, to be honest, but it says, I knew the electrocution was going to happen and still laughed out loud. So I'm guessing... There was an electrocution? Yeah. Wait. We watched this a couple of weeks ago, to be honest. Oh, no, that was when he was on the roof, like, trying to roast the mushroom. Oh, And he got yeah. struck by lightning. <laughs> See, yeah. to get... Oh, animals getting struck by lightning in Disney movies always cracks me up. It happens in The Fox and the Hound, too. And, like, mm-hmm. even as an adult, like, I don't watch The Fox and the Hound often because it's so fucking sad. Oh, but, God, yeah. But, like, the little bird, like, the birds and this worm get electrocuted. And it's just the funniest thing because they walk and every couple of steps they spark up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Do you think you actually see your skeleton when you get shocked? Like, by a lightning bolt. I don't think so. I gotta... Okay, where's where's our research assistant when we need? Yeah. Watch this fancy research. Do you actually see your skeleton when you get struck by lightning? <laughs> no, it, it's, oh, it doesn't it's useless, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't have the fancy iPhone one. Mm-hmm. Nope. No answers. I suck at research assistant. I don't know, but I mean, they made it seem like that when... I don't know how long it's been since you've seen Home Alone 2, but he gets electrocuted in the house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, like, his full skeleton, and I'm like, I feel like if that happened, it would mean you had no more skin left. Probably. I don't feel like your body can go completely translucent and see your skeleton without you having, like, lasting effects with it. Yeah, it just makes me wonder, like, when that animation trend started. Like, when did we just decide that lightning bolt equals visible skeleton? Maybe it happened... You know, I just had a really dark thought, but maybe it has something to do with, like, watching people when they used to do, like, electric chairs. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're right. Because we both seen the Green Mile, so... <laughs> that movie. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, I haven't seen it often, but <laughs> just because of that, because I would just end up crying. Yeah. But, okay. I um, mean, Remy does what we all would do. I would die for good food. I would die for a nice roasted mushroom with the right cheese on it. So. I mean, fair. Yeah. Okay. Shooting up your own house to get rid of a rat is excessive. The colony of rats in the ceiling is my nightmare. I do (laughs) remember this scene because, oh God, it was jarring. But first of all, yes, her shooting at the rats, I'm like, this seems like a terrible idea. Especially if you're living in a cottage in the woods. Something tells me that your foundation isn't, like, rock solid. Like, this house was probably made with hay and spit. So... Oh, Maybe no. shooting up, but because you see rats in the house and pulling out a sawed-off shotgun is probably not the best way to go about getting rid of them. But this old woman just shoots and shoots and shoots at these mice and eventually shoots a hole in her fucking ceiling and an entire village colony of ants is living up there and falls through the roof. When I tell you that is my deepest, Ooh. one of my deepest fucking fears, mm-hmm. I, my skin is like bubbling just thinking about it, but it's just like... No. Yeah. No. I don't like yeah. mice. I'm not that person who's like, let's save them and be friends. Like, no. I see a mouse. I'm locking myself in somebody else's house for a day. <laughs> I'm putting out a trap or I'm sending somebody in there to get rid of it. Like, it's just, I am not. Yeah, I might. If it's rats, 
I might go crazy with a sawed-off shotgun. <laughs> rats are creepy. Mm-hmm. Mice, I don't have a problem with, but rats? Mm-hmm. You're telling me it's mice but bigger and less cute? Have a problem. Yeah. I Yeah, and I think that's the thing is that people find mice cute. I don't. Mm-hmm. Mostly because they can scare. Oh, yeah, the skittering is not fun. It's not comforting to me. So I'm just like, no, I'm good. Yeah. I don't hate rodents. Like, I like chipmunks. I don't mind squirrels. Love bunnies. Mm-hmm. But mice is where I draw the line. I'm like, I don't care how white and fluffy you are. You need to stay in the cage, <laughs> little tiny thing. You yeah. have your life and I have mine. And I will leave you alone. Ugh, yeah, right. Rats. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. <laughs> and then, yet yeah, we watched a movie about a rat. Because it's Disney, so it's a cute rat. Well, and their whole message was like, rats and humans can coexist. I'm like, can they? I don't think this is, yeah, that part of it, I was like, gross. Yeah. I'm 100% that person that would have found out and been like, you have rats in this kitchen? And they're cooking. <laughs> they're touching my food. He's in, so the rat is in his hair, which is supposed to be covered with hair net, first of all. <laughs> and that's who's helping him cook. You had a rat fix my food. Where's the rat poop? <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. These are the... This is why I'm not a mouse person. Because <laughs> I was just like, is Remy a rat? I don't know. But he's a mouse. And I don't like mice or rats. So, if so, Tracto. <laughs> I love Minnie Mouse, but is she real? No. Not at all. No, she's not. <laughs> Sorry, children that are listening to oh, go yeah. in your dreams. No, don't worry. There's about five of her walking around Disney World, and I'm sure they're going to shoot at my apartment for saying that, but there's more than one Minnie Mouse at Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to say that. You're supposed to say Minnie listen, Mouse has five one, friends. There, listen, there's one that's in the parade, and then there's one that's in the Magic Kingdom castle, and then there's one that's in the back of the park. I'm like... This is not the same person. I'm not listening. Grow up. (laughs) Childhood dreams, fuck them. That's me. It's like I'm a nanny throughout the day and then I come home and I'm like, you want happiness? You want freedom? You want truth? This ain't the Moulin Rouge, so buckle up. (laughs) You're about to get exposed. All your childhood lovely memories are about to get ruined. (laughs) Starting with strapping rats cooking in a kitchen, <laughs> never gonna happen. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, but <laughs> this is a note that has to do with you, and I wonder if this I don't know if this is the scene that you were talking about, but it's the thing where uh, who is it? Alfredo Linguini is like, food will always come to those who love to cook, and then I have the other note here is Delta, fuck poverty, I guess. <laughs> no, yeah. Remy is classist as fuck. Mm-hmm. He, like, he's looking down on the other rats the whole time, like, you're eating garbage. And they're like, well, what the fuck else is there? Mm-hmm. Like, what are we gonna eat? Mm-hmm. Grass? Bugs? We don't like that stuff. We don't want to drink Pinot Noir and eat cheese with you. Like, we like what we like. Yeah, we're living, like, a nose-to-the-grindstone life. Mm-hmm. We eat what we can. It's not... Like, to some people, food is, like, a center to their life, and it's very, very important that they get high-quality shit. Mm-hmm. And some of us, like me, just shovel whatever tastes good into their pie hole as often as possible. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. 
I did go on a whole rant, but like super classist attitude. Mm-hmm. Remy, ugh. stop looking down on poor people for eating what they want to eat mm-hmm. and fuck off. Well, it's also that thing. It's like food will always come to those who love to cook. It's like I'm pretty sure there are a lot of people out there who would love to have like more food than they have right now, yeah. and they do love to cook, but they're getting by with what they have. So it's just like I don't know how true that is. It, yeah, I, I'm like I love to cook, but if I'm fucking broke that week, what am I going to cook? I'm not going to cook anything. I'm going to eat chips and salsa for dinner yep. for the third night in a row. Like. Yeah. Or peanut butter sandwiches mm-hmm. with one slice of bread that you fold. <laughs> that was my struggle meal. Mm-hmm. And water. And I hate water. Oh, yeah. I don't mind water. Well, I guess I don't mind it now. Back when, back in my day when I was 20, I was like, yeah, fuck that. I'm just going to drink Sprite with every meal. Yep. And then, uh, yeah. You quickly learn that it's like, hey, I kind of feel better when I'm actually hydrated. Huh. Who would have thought? Yeah. I had a thought earlier while we were talking about Disney World. Mm Mm-hmm. Do they have a Remy character walking around? Uh. If so, Last time I went to, well, okay, I'll say this. I've only been to Magic Kingdom of Disney World, and they did not have him in Magic Kingdom. It would not surprise me if he wasn't walking around, if, like, Remy or whoever... What's the main guy's name? Alfredo? Alfredo Linguini, yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if there was one of him walking around Epcot, because I think Epcot's supposed to be, like, France. Yeah. So, yeah, because that's where Belle is. If you want to see Belle, you have to go to Epcot, so... I have been to Epcot. It's literally just a circle with all the countries around it. Well, not all the countries, Mm -hmm. but, like... You know, France, Japan. Yeah. All that crap. So that would make sense. Mm-hmm. I would just be really creeped out to see a human-sized rat. I mean, Mickey Mouse exists. Ugh. I didn't <laughs> think about that one. <laughs> my mom, who was definitely afraid of mice and rats, much like me, um, my cousin, for a prank when she had her baby shower when she was pregnant with me, sent her, like, a life-size, like, so, like a Mickey Mouse character. Mm-hmm. And she basically told him, like, why would you send a rat to my baby shower? <laughs> the ultimate insult. You know, but... Yeah, rodents are just creepy in mm-hmm. big sizes. Because I remember when I went when I was five, we met Chip and Dale. And they stole my brother, who was in a stroller. They, like, ran around with my brother in a stroller. (laughs) And my mom does not have a sense of humor. She was pissed the fuck off. And these rodents just kidnapped somebody. Things you could do in the 90s. Yeah, I'm like, that sounds like a 90s trip to a park. And now there's, like, all these rules where it's like, you can't even do that. But, like, yeah. Uh, No. I just never liked those life-size character Mm -mm. things. They always scared the shit out of me until I was about, like, maybe, like, eight when I finally kind of realized, like, cover your ears, people who don't want to hear this, but it's just a person in a costume. (laughs) How dare you? Oh, wait until you hear about the mall Santas. (laughs) They're Santa's helpers. (laughs) They're the remote Santas? Yes. Yes. Santa sends them because he's too busy. Making all those toys with the price tags on them. How dare you? (laughs) How could you? Anyway, also, Alfredo Linguini. If no one has used that as a drag name, you're missing out. For real. Drag name, burlesque name. 
Just think of all the acts you can do with pasta fringe. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Note to self, start drag career. Be Alfredo Linguini. I think you would have to be the woman in this movie, though. Oh, our yeah. Fem- our new feminist icon. She is the shit. Let what me, is her name? See, this is why we should have watched it. Colette. Colette, mm-hmm. yeah. She's badass, dude. Mm-hmm. The whole rant that she goes on, like, look, do I you see any other women here? Right, <laughs> and wait, I wrote part of it down. Wait, hold on. Oh, antiquated hierarchy written by old stupid men. Yep. Mm-hmm. Icon. The only good part of this movie. Yeah, is, is her basically telling him, I am a better cook than you. But if you screw up and it looks bad on me, they will only blame me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and that's to go into my next note where I'm like, this movie is perfect feminist propaganda because she, it's like, she is a better cook. She is a smarter cook. And yet he's the one getting praised. And she is rightfully so pissed off about yep. that. And I'm like, yes, you absolutely should run him over with your fucking best book because fuck this guy. Please do. Yeah. It's like, and yeah, she was starting to like him, but it's like, I like you because you're willing to give me credit when credit is due. And he wasn't. And it's like, you bitch. Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. But yes, when she said antiquated hierarchy written by old stupid men, I was just, my next note next to it is I am her. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel walking through this world a lot of the times i'm like who made these rules a bunch of old men probably and why do we still follow them mm-hmm. because we keep following man. these rules that these younger stupid men keep getting the power and us women have to prove that we're also smart and we read a book once <laughs> that to, in order to be taken seriously no. We have to name drop the books that we read or the articles that we read. Oh, you're a book fan? Name all the books ever written. written. Yes. Oh my god. Oh, you like this? Well, well did you know? I did. Yeah. I, 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 I did know that, actually. I, I do have a brain. I do pay attention to things. What? <laughs> Women have brains? Fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like just the, so I don't have any more notes. That was all that I could. I think after that, I was like fully invested in the movie. Mm-hmm. But basically, like the one thing I could take away from it is I'm like, first of all, this Alfredo man is an idiot. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Between, uh, between a rat having to help him and then a woman helping him who is smarter than him. I'm like, okay, so a woman and a rat combined are still smarter than one you. That that's a problem. That is definitely a problem. You not only should you not be in a kitchen, you probably shouldn't be working in the world. You should probably get a work from home job. Yeah, <laughs> like just stop putting harm on people because you're traumatizing yourself with letting a rat live in your hair. <laughs> traumatizing this woman by taking credit for all of her work. Ugh, Alfredo. I think the only other thing that I had a major note on. Is Remy's dad trying to talk him out of going to the kitchen, which I understand. But then let's go look at dead rat bodies <laughs> that this shop has just strewn about their window. They're like, I forgot about that dead <sighs> rat butcher shop. Yeah. Like, what? Just what skinned and decapitated. And what place would have dead rats hanging in the window? No place. Like, what What do we even do with dead rats besides dispose of their bodies? Yeah, like the health inspector was so fucked up about rats cooking. What are you doing about the dead rats in the exterminator shop? Why does an exterminator have a window front store? 
Many questions I have. <laughs> this is not just a thing because it's Paris. Like, I don't believe that. No. I just, yeah. Also, traumatize your children by showing them dead bodies because mm-hmm. they're not listening to you. What? No. What kind of parenting lesson is this? I mean, Disney has a way of doing that because even in The Little Mermaid, Sebastian was like, um, guess who ends up on the plate? No. <laughs> like fish. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So, and I mean, yeah, I get that's just, this movie was, it was, it was good, but it also had, like, a lot of, like, dark themes that I was just like, what? Yeah, like the Grim Eater. The Grim Eater and the whole fact that he's his son, but didn't know. Yeah, he's like, illegitimate child. Right, and then there, there was that, and then the entire rats living in tunnels storyline and I was like yeah and you know just yeah and yeah his whole storyline with Colette and how like she doesn't get the recognition that she deserves and then when she finally gets from the restaurant she has to work with a bunch of rats like she should have just got her own restaurant the movie should have ended with like Remy and Linguini, like, Alfredo, like, going to, like, a cooking school, mm-hmm. and she gets her own restaurant, and she's just able to do that, and then, like, he's just her sous chef. Yes. And, like, maybe the rats have their own little rat cafe that... Separate from the human separate cafe. Separate where they're not cooking in the... Yeah, in the same fucking kitchen. Disgusting. Although, cute little doll balcony. Mm-hmm. I did appreciate the little doll balcony where yes. they had all the rats. Just maybe minus the also, rats. Also, the mini omelet that was made in the movie was very cute. Oh, it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. the little mini omelet. The mini omelet was adorable. cute. His brother deserved more screen time. Yes. Because his brother's just like, I don't... He's like, I support you, but also this is a little bit like you're, you're doing the most here. Yeah. You need to tone back just a little Because Remy's like, do you detect nuttiness? And he's like, I'm detecting something. Like, <laughs> this is just food. I don't know about nuttiness. It tastes good. Right. And that's... I, yeah. And it's like, that's a character we all need where someone's like, this is just food to me. Sometimes food is just nourishment. It's not the thing that like gets me up in the morning. Mm-hmm. So... Ah, Ratatouille. Mm-hmm. Fucking dark. The soup that he made where he's just throwing in random stuff. That scene was so hard to watch. I was mm-hmm. just like, what are you doing? Yeah. Fuck that shit. There's like, no way that soup tasted good. And then, like, I feel like Remy would have gotten caught in that kitchen with how big and bright and white it was. Mm-hmm. I feel like Remy would have gotten caught in that kitchen much quicker than he did by Alfredo. And I'm just like, what? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, chefs are always on the lookout for that shit, too. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, Rats. see? It's not a comforting feeling to think about, like, mice or rats being anywhere near your food. And yet, there's a whole movie about it, and people eat it up, and they're making, they're trying to make, like, a TikTok musical about it. And I'm just like... That I do not understand. I'm like, I can't get past the fact that y'all want us to live in a world where it's okay for mice to be in a kitchen. Mm-mm. And maybe that's, you know, my classism coming out. I'm sorry, I can't be a perfect person. No, rats can cook whatever the fuck they want to cook. Just out away in the tunnels where they're supposed to live they can live their lives out in the wild i don't care but like i am just like 
but in the kitchen with me. Mm-mm. No. And not until they're potty trained and wash all of their paws, but they can't possibly have clean paws because they walk on them. Mm-hmm. If we walked on our hands, they would not be clean for cooking either. I mean, it's just, you know... Yeah, I have nothing to add besides this movie was about mice that end up running a kitchen. And that last scene where they're all just cooking in the kitchen, I was like, this is very uncomfortable for me. Because once again, a room full of mice, my nightmare. Yeah. Uh, I think my final comments are one. I like how Disney tried really, really hard and yet could not ignore the fact that if you revealed to a bunch of chefs that you were letting a rat cook, they would walk out... Yes. Of that restaurant. Oh, what was the one cook's name who was just like, he's been in jail and nobody knew yeah, why? Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember his name. Oh, wait, hold on. I'll look it up. But anyway, continue. But yeah, like, no matter how you spin it, Disney, you cannot deny that most people would be like, a rat cooked this? Fuck this. I'm out. The whole restaurant gets shut down. Everybody quits. There's no possible way you can avoid that ending, no matter how cute you make the fucking rat. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. Was it Django? Maybe. I think they only said his name like once because he was like a side character. Mm-hmm. But the creepy guy that has all the different stories about why he went to jail. That was the the first thing I had to say. The second thing, this movie made me really, really question how much do kids actually understand when they watch these movies over and over and over and over again? Because like... The whole illegitimate son plot, the dead bodies on display plot, mm-hmm. like, how much do they understand? As someone who literally watched Disney from what felt like birth till now, um, I didn't understand a lot of what was going on in those movies. Like, it took me a couple of years before I figured out that Mufasa was dead in The Lion King. Oh, and, yeah. like, Simba was cuddling up to a dead parent. Mm-hmm. It took me a while to understand that that's what was going on in that scene and not just, like, his dad was just laying there and, like, Scar killed him after. That's what I thought happened. Mm-hmm. I thought he was just laying there and, like, told Simba to get out of there and then, like, Scar came back and killed him later. But, yeah, no. And then, like, yeah, if I would have watched that movie when I was little, I would have I wouldn't have watched that movie. My mom would have went nowhere near it but um yeah it's just little stuff like that that you don't really yeah I know as a kid I didn't catch on to stuff like that I was just like Disney and movies pretty colors and and if they sing in it great like a lot of like it's like you gotta think back to like all these movies we watch now that have like really adult jokes in them Mm -hmm. they just go over our heads like when we're younger yeah, like all of these movies and TV shows I used to watch, every time I go back and rewatch them, I'm like, I did not catch that part. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, for example, The Little Mermaid. When I started agreeing with her father, I do not know. <laughs> but, you know, once you start agreeing with the Disney parents, yeah. childhood is over. Childhood is dead. Because, mm-hmm. like... I don't know. I always, I always agreed with Corella DeVille. But Fashion. she's a villain. She's not really a parent. It's one of those things like the movie villain, the actual villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a meme the other day that's like the the face you make when the villain in the movie starts to actually make sense. Mm-hmm. And it was just like the, this is a, a great audio mm-hmm. medium, but you yeah. know. I, yeah. 
<laughs> you agree with Ariel's father? I do. She's 16. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm 16 and I love him. And Good. he's like, you're 16. You don't love anybody. I mean, to be fair, Triton in that movie does call humans spineless, barbaric, spineless, barbaric, invading fish eaters. Incapable of any real feeling. And that's when she shouts out, Daddy, I love him! And he's like, What? Fuck this! I'm gonna tear this grotto apart! I mean, was he wrong about humans, though? That's why I said that, because I'm like, I mean, Triton does say, and if you look at the way we treat the ocean, and how the world's not gonna be inhabitable in 30 years, because, you know, Wally was actually a documentary. Straight to the heart. I know. The one of the girls that I nanny is obsessed with Wally. That is like all we watch, and I'm just like, damn, this movie is straight up documentary now. This is literally the path that we're headed on because Mm. not gonna have a world to live in unless you know, unless Greta Thunberg. I can't pronounce her last name. Greta Thunberg. I think so. Yeah. Unless she saves us all, fucked. But yeah. I just remember, as far as, like, kids' movies and, like, being adult, I remember Shrek came out when I was 10, and that was the age in which I started to kind of pick up on adult jokes, Mm -hmm. because I was watching, like, more adult TV and stuff, and I remember seeing Shrek and being like, what the fuck is this? Because, like, growing up, I wasn't allowed to watch, like, The Simpsons, South Park, none of that, so I had no concept of, like, cartoons being... A little bit edgy mm-hmm. and the minute that like they said the first swear word in that movie i was like what yeah. and then the whole song where they're like please keep off of the grass on your shoes wipe your face i was like this movie's hilarious but it's bad mm-hmm. i'm not supposed to be watching this you know they had to add all that shit to get our parents to sit through it yeah, and it, it worked. My dad still, my dad enjoys like maybe three animated movies, Shrek being one of them, the Goofy movie being the other one, and like every once in a while I can get him to sit through, um, God damn it, what's the other one? I can't think of it right now. But those are like his main two, yeah. Every time I think of the Goofy movie, I just think about how bad I want that waterbed. In no, that movie? No, you don't. Yeah. Water beds are... No, they're terrible. Yeah, I was going to say, my, my one of my cousins had a water bed, and that's one of the few cousins that I could have sleepovers with, and it's me, and I have a really tiny bladder, and I also can't sleep well if I'm not at my own house, mm-hmm. so trying to sneak out of the bed with her in it and a water bed? Nope. No. No, my brother had a water bed when, when he was a teenager. That water bed had actual fish in it, like... Yeah, I mean, I know logically, but, like, aesthetically. It'd be a cool, cool, like, hotel attraction. Yes. Like, maybe they'll they'll build it at Disney. Maybe that's what I should write to Disney about. Be like, build the hotel room from the Goofy movie. Yes. Because if we're not going to have a Goofy ride that just plays eye-to-eye the whole time, (laughs) I would like the hotel and to eat the pizza that they ate in the movie. Yeah. But, yeah. Or they can build Lester's Possum Park from the movie. See, again, I could do a whole episode about Disney (laughs) again. I was raised on Disney. Same. (laughs) Literally, like, my mom and dad, would we'd be like, can we watch a movie? They didn't care because they knew all they had was Disney DVDs and VHSs in the house. Yeah, if you were born after 99, Google the word VHS. <laughs> yeah. 
Tell us what you find. Or if you were born after the year 2000, because clearly those people are 18 now, so. Yep. Hmm? Actually, the people that were born in 2000 are 21. 21. Yeah, I saw a TikTok the other day that was like, guy getting his ID checked, and it was just like, yes. okay, I saw the 19, and just right. it's like, existential what? dread. Right, it's like, oh yeah, you were the 19, which means you were born before 21 years. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. I mean, you're talking to a person who's literally going to be 30 in a week, so... I feel your pain. Do you? I do. I'm staring down 27. Yeah, no, I'm not anymore. <laughs> I mean, I'm not at 30, but mm-hmm. I kind of feel your pain a little bit. I literally have gone this whole year being like, I can't wait to be 30, and I still am excited, but I'm also just like... <laughs> it just feels like it's I feel yeah everything I've heard about 30 is that it's a good decade that's what I hear from everyone who's done it so far and like everyone's like you're just gonna know yourself and be able to be comfortable with yourself and I'm like am I or am I just gonna be stumbling like I was between the ages of 26 <laughs> and 28 those were some stumbly ass years so away but I feel like because I went through them, I know not to get back there. It's just, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, you know. Antiquated hierarchy written by stupid old men. Paulette <laughs> icon. I mean, that's pretty much how I feel about aging. I'm like, I'm pretty sure men had something to do with all of this, you know, hatred that women have against being another decade older. Mm-hmm. You don't see men out here crying because they're turning 30. They're like, woo. They just buy sports cars and shit. They're just like, let's party. Let's go on my boat. Let's do all this other shit. And we're just like... Nope. No. Who's going to help me figure out my life? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, Ratatouille, folks. Ratatouille. Join us for the next episode where we will review the actual dish of Ratatouille. Yes. We're going to cook it. I found out today we have to buy eggplant for. Eggplant. I don't even know if I like eggplant. That's how I little either, I eat it. We're gonna figure out. Yeah, isn't it in Bob Goosh? I don't know. I don't eat eggplant. I really don't. It's like it involves eggplant, zucchini, peppers. Of which those two of those I don't eat. So, oh my gosh! That's, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna like this. Well, we're making plenty of it. So, what is Bob Goosh made of? Eggplant, tahini, olive oil, lemon juice, garlic, and salt. Okay, maybe I like eggplant. I like... I can't tell you the last time I had eggplant, to be honest. So, we'll see. Do you have a dessert for this week? A oh, sweet sapat? Just just L.A. and the, the prospect of not being in my house. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like we said in one of our previous episodes, this house is a prison. I love my fiancé. I love my house, I love my cats and my snake, but I've been trapped for so long, I'm starting to wonder if the outside world is not a simulation. Yeah. And the only real world is my house. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it, is going to L.A. I have decided to call this next phase of the pandemic that we'll never be out of, um, Operation Get Me the Hell Out of Here, Phase 1 is Los Angeles, there's going to be a Phase 2 and 3 before the year is over. And I'm just like, okay, 
obviously I'm never, I'm not going to be able, I don't feel like I'm going to be able to step inside a nightclub this year. And that really bums me the fuck out. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm going to be able to be like that cool tipsy showgirl in public this year, which also bums me out. But I'm like, I can travel because you know what I did? I got vaccinated. Mm -hmm. So if that just means that I have to run away to have fun, then I'll do it because, but what I don't want to be is here anymore. Yeah. I was like, I did what I was supposed to do. I kept my ass. I stayed put. I didn't go anywhere. I didn't do anything crazy. I didn't see my family for, you know, a good six months. I'm like, that whole shit is over. I'm going to go places. And if people want to judge me, Hey, that's your call. But guess what? You're not going to stop me because, again, I did what I was supposed to do. And everybody's talking about, like, wear a mask, get vaccinated. And what did I do for a year? I wore a mask. And when the time came, when it opened up, I got vaccinated to protect myself and to protect other people. So now I'm going to be a little bit selfish, vaxxed, waxed, ready to sass. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just wish I had saxophone music to play us out on now. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this has been Dish of the Day. Thank you. We're vaxxed, waxed, and ready for plain snacks. 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 <laughs> Yay. Vaxxed, waxed, and ready for snacks. Hell yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, enjoy this voicemail from our <laughs> research assistant. Maybe we'll dissect it in the next episode after we've eaten our food, but you all can enjoy that. Um, until next time, I'm Bertha Kitten. I'm Delta Van Dam. Have a good meal. This is officially my fourth attempt at leaving you both a voice message. And so far, so decent. I haven't fucked up yet. Uh, did you know there is a 90 second limit on these? Like, I mean, that's the maximum. And I find that to be very upsetting. Anyways, hello. I love you both. This is your research assistant, Veronica. Um, you, you did very well on your most recent episode. Um, I already messaged Tyler, but Tyler and I have lots in common because I also cackled when Pennywise ate that little girl's head because it was fucking hilarious. All right. I think I'm going to try to keep talking for the next couple of seconds. I only got like 40 more to go. What else can we say? Um, Club quarantine. Eartha's birthday's coming up. She's going to be 30. We're going on an adventure. Pandemic pending. I will be very upset if that gets canceled. But we'll see. We'll see. All right. I love you very, very much. Stay hydrated. I think. Is this it? Is all we got? Oh, I got eight more seconds. Oh, shit. Sharpie and Lego send their regards. And bye. like to get in contact with dish of the day you can email us at dish of the day podcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com forward slash dish of the day podcast we are also on instagram at dish of the day podcast 
And our cover art was made by Gabriella Zaratka, who you can also follow on Instagram at windcriesgabby. That's W-I-N-D-C-R-I-E-S-G-A-B-I. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.